Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Another early start due to a Twins game coming up here in the middle of the afternoon. Our lineup card at 2:30. First pitch coming up around 3:10 today from Baltimore. Uh, the game Friday night delayed by rain. Twins bats booming finally. They beat the Birds 8-1. to one. Let's see if they can stay on a roll as we start July. Once again, lineup card 2-30, first pitch after 3-10. By the way, Shaletta, uh on vacation again, taking a well-deserved break, and uh, she will return in July. That That is what we have heard. As a result, we're moving Doug up. Tech Talk with Doug Swinhart. And by the way, if you're having a computer problem, hardware, software, whatever, Feel free to call the program right now. And you can actually call or text. And you can do that via the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226 is the number. And Doug, I thought I'd open. Um, we've got some old laptops at work, including my old laptop. And it was announced that we would be able to buy those machines. Now, the IT guy would need to get his hands on it and clean it up, etc. Make sure there wasn't mm-hmm. any company things on there. And then we might be able to step up and buy it. I'm kind of like, this thing's still in pretty good shape. I took care of it as a work computer. Um, and if you are thinking about maybe selling a computer you have or uh, maybe handing it off to someone in the family, what do you do to clean it up and get it ready for the handoff to make sure that there isn't any personal stuff, docs, et cetera? On, what, what is the best way to go about it? Well, first of all, you want to make sure you got all your data off if you're going to send the hard drive with it. And then your choices are going to be twofold. Either take the hard drive out or make absolutely certain that it is completely wiped. And there's all kinds of software you can download on the Internet free of charge that will wipe a, a hard drive. It takes a little bit of time if you do it mechanically. It might take two, three hours, depending on the size of the drive. But that way, it's actually got back to what's called a factory format. And there's nothing on it. Nothing can be retrieved from that after that. No unerase, no can't read the tracks, nothing. So that would be the biggest thing. Other than that, clean it up. Make sure it's got as much uh, um, uh, of the original equipment as possible. Whatever works, list it. Whatever doesn't work, list it. Every flaw in that computer, I would put on a piece of paper and stick on that computer. People appreciate the honesty, and it'll probably sell faster. That's, that's my advice. It's, um, and these older machines, you'd be amazed at how they'll run if you put a different operating system on it. Linux, now you could put uh, Chromium 
or a Chrome-based, or it'd be like a Chromebook. There's all kinds of operating systems you can play with, and it would be good experience for anybody. I think everybody should have multiple computers. Now, now if you're selling a computer, but you want to make sure the operating system is intact, that that wipe of the hard drive isn't going to do it. I mean, that that's a bad idea because you'd lose the operating system. Is there a way that you can maybe get a program like uh, that that that'll pull your private information off, but leave the operating system intact, etc.? There there is, but that data, unless you do a, a, a wipe of the drive, that uh-huh. data could be retrieved with like Recuva or Norton Undelete or things like that. As far as the operating system, once your system is wiped, if you think it'll sell better with Windows or something like that, that's going to be a snap to put that back on. Um, you log on to just make sure you get your product ID key. Uh, with their software, that'll find that for you too. And then just go to Microsoft.com and hit Downloads and hit Windows and reinstall it. Well, you have to build a USB drive or a DVD. But, yeah, again, I think that's excellent experience. And people should be able to reinstall a fresh install of their operating system, in my opinion. So, yeah, use a, you're probably correct in assuming that it will sell quicker with an OS on it. That's probably true. That's a, that's a good point. It really is. Uh, Doug's joining us. It is Tech Talk on this Saturday, and we're on a little early. Shaletta has a day off. Shaletta will be returning in July, so stick around for that. Uh, we have the Twins and the Orioles coming up today with the lineup card at 2.30 uh, here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. And we invite you uh, to get involved right now because it's inevitable with these early starts that uh, people get involved a little too late. We're not able to get everyone on the air. It is the city's one plumbing talk and text line, 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. And here's something that uh, we have talked about before, and that is uh, getting rid of old equipment. doesn't go in the garbage, doesn't go in the dumpster. Uh, your community may have an electronics collection, old televisions, computers, etc., uh, I know I live in Hennepin County, and they have uh, two disposal sites, one in Brooklyn Park, one down in Bloomington, and you can go in there, and I, I believe it's a small fee for certain electronics, but it's very reasonable. Uh, this stuff doesn't belong in the landfill. And then there are other things in the community, other organizations in the community will take this equipment. Many retailers will take it. Uh, you you want to check before you, you bring a load of old computers and TVs Uh, to your local retailer. But in in general, this stuff doesn't go in the garbage. Oh, absolutely not. In fact, uh, this last week, I just took a whole pile down to Free Geek in Minneapolis. I took it right in, no questions asked, and I took a ton of stuff down there. I think I had um, 45 laptops and five five or six desktops and then miscellaneous equipment, networking. They they took it all. And I think the only thing they don't take down there are are the CRT monitors, but they'll take regular displays. Or TVs. And here again, our recycle center will take them and not charge for them. So you can get rid of this stuff without paying. I think so. It, yeah. Just can't throw it in the garbage. Somebody will pull it out of the garbage and line up your serial number. I think they're actually even starting to find people for trying to get by with that. There's no sense to it. Just just dispose of the stuff the way it should be and let the good times roll. You'll be much happier. Yeah. And uh, once again, uh, there are those organizations, and we, we talked for a long time about Tech Dump, and they have 
changed their name at Tech Dump. Um, but those organizations generally will, if they can, repurpose the equipment, they will, or they will recycle. Uh, by the way, the name of that re, or uh, that organization is Repowered. Yes. But a lot of these organizations will provide you a certificate with of destruction or make sure that if they do sell your equipment, that, that it is wiped and, and your data was protected and, and uh, cleaned up. It is 11.15 to hear a news talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. By the way, our phone number on the program, 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. Here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. It is Tech Talk, a little earlier than normal. Typically, we're on Saturdays between 2 and 3 o'clock. And coming up here in the middle of July, the, the Twins move to almost exclusively night games on Saturday nights for the rest of the year. So we will be settling back into that 2 o'clock time slot for the remainder of the summer. So please keep that in mind if you're a fan of the program. And it is always available at WCCRadio.com or the Odyssey app. Tech Talk with Doug Swinhart, Steve Thompson, and our producer, Josh Wheeler. If you call the studio and want to visit with Doug, you'll visit with Josh first, 651-461-9226. If you send a text, it'll come right into the studio, and we'll get you on the air here on this Saturday morning. Doug, we brought it up earlier. It has been a hot, dry summer so far, and here we are, July 1st, so we've got a long way to go. Uh, It can be uh, downright hot into September and this is just a friendly reminder whether it's a cell phone or a laptop any sort of electronic equipment uh, try not to leave it in the car and, and let it bake I, I know they, they've had radios and, and displays and automobiles for a long long time typically it's specialized equipment but when it comes to computers or smartphones that sort of thing uh, Bad idea to leave them out in the sun, period, or for that matter, in a hot car. Don't do it. Oh, absolutely. That's excellent advice. And, in fact, people should be aware of how they're set up in their house, too. You don't want direct sunlight hitting these things. Anything that will create additional heat is should be avoided, if at all possible. It just makes just complete sense. Yeah, I've seen some computers come in from the winter. I've seen them come in from the summer. I had one guy that was a, a minister, and he was traveling, and he had a 17-inch laptop, brought it in from the from the hot car that was on air conditioning, pulled it out of his case, fired it up, and cracked the whole screen just automatic as soon as it booted. There's a, it's a, they're a lot more sensitive, I think, than people realize, especially with laptops. Just because they're portable doesn't mean that they're more rugged. And, in fact, the smaller the equipment gets and the lighter, the easier it is to carry, the more delicate it becomes. So, yeah, I, I think this is really a concern. Just bring it in, set it down, let it sit for a couple hours, let it climatize. Then you're safe. Yeah, good advice, Steve. Very good advice. All right, what, what about uh, cleaning a computer or a laptop with little vents that allow it to run cool? And then beyond that, uh, a follow-up to it in the hot weather. If you want to sit outside and operate your computer, if you're sitting in the shade somewhere, probably okay. What, what about those auxiliary fans that you can set a laptop on? You know, I'm really not too high on those. Most of those will actually plug into a USB port yeah. and suck power from the unit itself. And that, again, is going to 
create more pressure on the entire power system and make it run hotter. So I, I, I'm not real high on the ones with fans. Big thing is, is just keep those vents open. And that goes for the wintertime, too. You know, we, we Minnesota, especially the ladies, they like to sit on a nice, easy chair and put a blanket on their lap and then lay their laptop on that blanket. Oh. Not a good idea. Get a cutting board or a breadboard or something, maybe just big enough to hold the computer and put it on that and let those vents be open. And, and if you're really concerned and you're running a little bit warm, um, Amazon.com, eBay, uh, most of the stores around will have these little lifts. You can buy them for 7 8 bucks and... They just stick right on the bottom and lift up the back end so the heat comes out. Plus, it gives you a little angle for typing. There's many, many, many solutions to this. Big thing is just keep an eye on it and be aware. That, that, that's what I would suggest. Yeah, and, you know, they, they do sell some of those specialized things that have a flat, smooth top to put your laptop on and then a little padding below. So it is like a little laptop desk for your computer. I, I've seen those. And they seem really handy and a good idea, but it is a flat, smooth, hard top so the laptop can vent. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and talk about accessories. Every year that, come, that we head into, more and more accessories for computers. And, well, they just almost dominate our lives today globally. I mean, it's, a, it's a big, big market. There's very few things you could dream up that isn't already available. And then you got to just search through 50, 60 products to find out which is the best value. And it's it's a it's it's enormous market, absolutely enormous. Okay, so say you've been uh, watching TV, maybe you're spending time on the laptop, you're having some potato chips, and the keyboard gets a little greasy and a little bit dirty. What do you recommend to clean uh, keyboards? It, it, it's a little more straightforward when the keyboard is. Maybe you connect it to a desktop and it's a standalone. You can lift it up, shake it out, wipe it down. But when it's connected to a laptop, you've got to tread very lightly when you clean. Oh, I agree. You know, if you've got a spinner hard drive, you're going to want to turn it off and shut it down before you turn it upside down to shake the crumbs out. And other than that, a small little soft brush, toothbrush. I got a couple of paint brushes I bought at Ace Hardware and get the gunk out now to clean them. I actually order industrial strength alcohol from um, uh, Amazon, and it's uh, 98% alcohol, and you can't use that to disinfect germs because it dries too quickly, but just put a little dab of that on a a paper towel and wipe off your keys and keep them all nice and clean. It's amazing how much that will do. Um, Be cautious with that alcohol if you start using that. It's industrial strength. It's strong alcohol. I also suggest wear rubber gloves because it will affect your skin on your hands. But that's as dirt cheap too. I think it's like twelve bucks a gallon, something like that. Yeah. But it's um that really does a nice job of cleaning. Or four oh nine, any of the cleaners that, that you have in your house that are designed for plastics or hard resins, they all work just fine. But I really like the alcohol because it's so fast. And I hope that helps. Yeah, and uh, once again tread lightly, don't don't scrub. Uh no no need to do that. Uh, oh, yeah. With with computers, we never force anything. Nice and gentle. Everything nice and easy. Here's a good one. Speaking of cleanup, tune-ups, et cetera, for a computer, and this comes in from the city's one plumbing talk and text line. And by the way, you can be a part of the program at 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. Ron, early today, Shaletta has a day off. Uh, she will return later in July. 
here on News Talk E3OWCCO. Uh, is there a recommendation for a desktop cleaning tune-up where they can come out to your home? Is it really necessary, or, or are there programs that people can kind of clean up, tune up their machine w- without having someone come to the house and fool around? Well, I personally think that, you know, that's something that should be considered normal maintenance. Uh, now, not everybody wants to change oil in their car and that kind of stuff, but that's a dirtier job. Yeah. But for computers, I think the number one thing if you've got Windows is absolutely download, install, and learn to use Pervasor. P-R-I-V-A-Z-E-R.com. It is a tremendous program. I don't think that any one individual could possibly do by hand what that program does. I, I just love that program. I put it on every machine, every Windows PC that comes into my house, leaves my house with Pervasor installed. It's uh, Right now it's still open source. You can have it for free, but I would suggest after you get to know the program, feel free to donate a little bit, but it's up to you. It's your choice. Um, but send the guy 10 15 20 bucks. It'll help him that development keep forward. And it just keeps everything honest. I, I like that idea. So, yeah, that's a, Pervasor is the number one thing for Windows. Absolute number one. Yeah, and it, the other thing we talked about, you know, physically keeping the machine clean is, is a, certainly a, a big it's enormous. one. But, but another huge one is, and we don't talk about it enough, is not having a lot of stuff on the desktop. I know there oh, is yeah. a tendency for people to drop things they use a lot and this and that and have all sorts of icons, et cetera, on the desktop. But that can really slow your machine down. And, you know, learn to use the folders, learn to find the files in other ways. Putting a bunch on the desktop is not the way to go. Oh, I'm really glad you brought that up. And you're right. It's been a while since we talked about this. This is uh, where people, if they have an understanding of how RAM, random access memory, and hard drive storage, how the two work together, it becomes very clear that when you start saving files and data on your desktop, you are robbing the system of precious, precious random access memory. As fast as hard drives are today, they pale in comparison to the speed of RAM. But that's quickly, that that little gap is closing quite rapidly with the new NVMe drives but then you need a newer machine to take advantage of that. I foresee the day where RAM and hard drives will become one unit with NVMe. I, I really do. But for the time being, probably the next 5, 10 years for sure, be conscious of this. Not to mention, to me, a cluttered desktop is hard to work with. Some people get used to it. And they know right where that icon is. But for somebody to sit down in a machine that hasn't sat at your machine and look, oh, my God, first thing I do is clean up the desktop. Take a snapshot so I can put it back if they really want it put back. But I do shortcuts as well. You can have folders, shortcuts, and files, shortcuts, all kinds of stuff muddying up that desktop without interfering with your RAM. It's a, That's really good advice, Steve. I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you so much. Yeah, it, it, big, big key in, in understanding that, not having too much junk on there and too many files. Um Let's try and squeeze in a call on the city's one plumbing talk and text line. I believe Eric's been waiting for a while. Eric, you're on the air. Hi. Good morning, guys. This is a very basic, very simple question. I, I have Windows 10 on my laptop, and, you know, I've got get notices from time to time. Go to 11, go to 11, go to 11. And uh, I, I know there's some kinks maybe to be worked out on the front end. Is, it, is, is Windows 11 the way to go? Thanks. 
right. Well, you know, a lot of machines are going to get hindered by that, no matter what they're putting up on your desktop. And there are ways to work around the hardware restrictions. But here again, I am a firm believer of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If you keep that in mind and your computer's running quite well, you know, no such thing in this world is perfect. But if it's running good and you're getting your stuff done and you've got multiple copies, why bother? You'll get to you'll you'll get to eleven soon enough. And in fact, they're talking about twelve. A lot of people are talking about waiting for twelve and skipping eleven entirely, which might not be a bad plan. I, you know, these these operating systems, in my opinion, since Windows XP, they've been mature operating systems. XP should really still be running, in my opinion. Uh, Windows Seven, wonderful operating system. Um, well, at least the last couple of years, they got it right to the point where it's perfect. And ten comes out, and there's a lot of stuff that I used to use in seven that's gone. So it's um, the latest and the greatest is not always the way to go. I, I'm I appreciate that call. Thank you so much. Yeah, it, it is. It is a good one. It, there's there's no truer words. I think sometimes if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, you bet. Ma- makes makes a lot of sense. Makes perfect sense when it comes to computers. It is 1132. Quick break. We'll have the weather. We'll come back. Much more Tech Talk. Still plenty of time to get involved in the program if you're just joining us on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Computer problems, hardware, software, uh, maybe you're having printer trouble. 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. By the way, all the news coming up at noon. Here on News Talk, E3OW. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. CEO. Tech Talk continues. Doug Swindahart joining us a little bit early today. We'll take next week off because we have a Twins game smack dab in the middle of the day. Uh, but Doug will return in two weeks and then it looks like we'll settle in to our regular Saturday time slot between 2 and 3 o'clock. So keep that in mind. Next week we're off due to an early twin start. Twins will be on the air next Saturday with a pregame show at 12.30, first pitch at 1.10 from Target Field. Today they're in Baltimore to play the Orioles. We'll get started a little bit later. The lineup card at 2.30 today, first pitch just after 3 o'clock. All right, let's get back to that City's One Plumbing Talk and text line. Uh, Doug, do note pad files on the desktop take up ram like you were talking about would it slow the computer down it would take an awful lot of them uh what i mean is when people are downloading uh, programs and things like that uh nonetheless a clean desktop is a happy desktop now i've seen notepad files that become very very large 
and that that will take the, enough RAM to where, depending if you got a four gig system or an eight or a twelve, it may indeed slow it down. Not to mention, it's got things in RAM that really shouldn't be in RAM. We don't want to be using RAM as storage, just like we don't want to be using storage as RAM. Which, if you run out of RAM, your operating system will automatically convert part of your hard drive to operate like RAM. Well, now you got all this back and forth business going on inside your computer that's completely unnecessary. I suggest avoid it as much as possible, but the answer would be no. It's uh, not going to take the space like, like, like normal storage. And thank you so much for the text. Yeah, it shouldn't be a big deal. Um, I have a six-year-old Lenovo laptop that doesn't accommodate Windows 11. I'm also experiencing Wi-Fi connectivity issues. Frequently drops off Wi-Fi. So the follow-up, is it time for a new computer? And uh, if so, do you recommend a brand? Now, I'm going to jump in, and I'm going to guess, Doug, you say no. A six-year-old computer, it's not time for a new one. Uh, you, you can probably clean this thing up, and it'll run just fine. It should be just getting started. I would yeah. agree with that. No, if they're to the point where they're convinced, they absolutely have to have a new computer. The only production machine that I can recommend these days would be an HP in the business line. And make sure you add Wolf Security. Wolf Security is going to protect your computer down to the bare metal. That includes the firmware. And that's a first. I, I wish HP made a big deal out of this, and I wish they promoted it to every computer on the planet. But it comes free with the business line. And, yes, you'll pay a little bit more for a laptop or a desktop purchased on the business line. But they come with a bigger warranty. The warranties are responsive. I think that would be the way to go. It would be an HP in the business line. And I hope that helps. All right, that that's uh, certainly worth keeping in mind. But what what could be the issue? Let's go back to this. Six-year-old computer won't stay connected to Wi-Fi. What could be going on there? Well, I could almost guarantee that if they went into their Wi-Fi settings via the network icon, they probably have amassed quite the list of Wi-Fi connections. Just mm. get rid of all of them except for two or three. You'll probably be good to go. Worst-case scenario... You have to go underneath your device manager, completely remove the device, restart your computer, and let it train, let it refine it as a new piece of equipment. That sometimes works wonders. I bet money, this laptop, by the way, between you and I, Steve, I bet money, if this owner downloaded and installed Pervasor, they go, is that all I needed to do? Yeah. And you say, yeah, that's it. The rock and roll. But Wi-Fi issues are, are generally have to do with just uh, too many of them all in there, and it just makes... Windows, in fact, every operating system is vulnerable to this. If you can keep it under 5 or 10 connections in your Wi-Fi, you're going to run a lot better, much, much better. And I hope that helps. And there is a tendency, and I, I've noticed that when, whenever I go in and generally all the machines in the house try to have to Wi-Fi and, and run off the home Wi-Fi. But you can see the neighbors. There, there's no doubt about it. And from our neighbor to the east, they have really strong Wi-Fi. If I knew their password, it's pretty impressive what they've got going on next door. But the point being is, is that that's what the machines do. They'll they'll look for that, and they'll, you know, if you can get rid of those or have the machine forget those, um, that that's a good thing. You know, that's a good point that you bring up because this person that's losing connection, that would be the absolute next thing I did, even before I started to restart the computer. I would go in and I would check to see and uncheck that, that go to the fastest connection. Nearly every Wi-Fi configuration has that. Just got to find it and turn it off. 
especially today, because we don't know what our neighbors are buying. Some of these people are getting really, really top-shelf equipment, even around my house. There is a guy that's got to be a mile away, and he's got some kind of router that just just dominates everybody in the area. If you're not conscious how to work around that, that's a real issue. I've had to help several of my neighbors with that one, so that's a great point you bring up. Yeah, and I what, what's what's amazing about the technology, though, is that I'll, I'll go to the Excel Energy Center for a state tournament and return the next year, and it remembers. It it oh, finds yeah. that Wi-Fi and locks right in. It, it, it's pretty cool. Um, oh, absolutely. You know, how, how that works. But it, but it can get bogged down if you're moving around. One other thing on Wi-Fi, and this is something we haven't talked about. If you go to the coffee shop, if uh, you, you maybe have breakfast at McDonald's, a lot of these places offer free Wi-Fi. Is that a no-no? You know, if they're if they're connecting without any kind of security, you have to make sure that your your file sharing is shut off and is still searching for networks. But that would be one where I would use some serious caution. A lot of these places have no security whatsoever; they're wide open, and it just this just gets to be too much work trying to tell people passwords and how to log on and how to make them happen. Yeah. Especially a place like like a fast food place. I yeah, I don't or know. a Starbucks or a Caribou where they offer free yeah. Wi-Fi. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I really, if, if they haven't got a log on, I don't know. I, I would, uh, I tend to stay away. That, that's, a, that's another good point. Yeah, I, I just, you know, that, that free Wi-Fi, and it is amazing. Um, you know, they'll go out and they'll grab your device. I mean, uh, you, you drive by a McDonald's and they'll pop them. And you you want to take advantage of our free Wi-Fi? Oh, yeah. Probably not. Um, well, see, the easier they make stuff the less secure it becomes. It's just automatic. Yeah. Uh, quick break. We'll come back. Still plenty of time. We have a number of texts right now that we've got to get to on the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line. Quick programming note. Next Saturday, we have an early Twins game, so no tech talk next Saturday. And then the following Saturday, middle of July already, uh, we'll be back on at 2 o'clock. Hard to believe it's the 4th of July. is Tuesday. Crazy, uh, isn't it? Time, time flies. We'll come right back here on Tech Talk. News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. It is Tech Talk, and speaking of that City's One Plumbing Talk and text line, uh, let's bring in Doug. Doug, you're on Tech Talk with Doug. Hello. Hello, yes, I have a question about the current hard drive and a laptop, and what are the thoughts on a solid hard drive so you right now you've got a normal spinner drive. Is that what you're you're asking about? Yeah, up in the left corner when you go to say browsing, you're looking something up, and that little circle up there keeps going around and around and around. I'm just my thoughts are some people have told me they've installed solid state hard drive. Uh, oh, absolutely. And it, yeah, and it goes much faster. And oh yeah, They're, especially with a laptop, these are an absolute no brainer. Yeah, your your normal drive is moving data somewhere around 66 megabits per second in a read speed. Read speed in a solid state is over 500 megabits per second. It's a tremendous jump. No matter what you have for a computer, even one that's not capable of taking advantage of 6 gigabit on a SATA, it'll only do 3. 
you're still going to have somewhere around 40 to 50% increase in overall performance. And today, these 2.5-inch internal drives are dirt cheap. You can pick up a, a 256-gig drive today on Amazon for about $20. A 512, half a gig, for probably 35 bucks. It's a no-brainer. They all have software that will mirror your drive. So when you're done getting it ready, put the new drive in, fire it up, and all you see is speed. Everything else stays the same. I would also suggest that you download and install and run Pervasor. That's going to give you a tremendous advantage. And, Doug, I hope that helps. Have a good weekend. All right. Very good. Uh, by the way, still time on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Tax Line, 651-461-9226 here on Tech Talk. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, Doug, we get another text on Pervasor. Uh, spell that out. What does it do? How do people get it? I know there's a free version. You can pay for the pro version if you'd like, but it, but it is certainly a wonderful program to clean up your machine. Second to none. You know, we used to push uh, C-Cleaner, and, 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 and Pervasor is kind of like C-Cleaner, except it's about 10 years advance. I Pervasor, it just takes out all your temp files, cleans up your hard drive, goes in and removes shell bags, which most people have never heard of, makes recommendations as to how you should be using your, your, your swap file or your virtual memory. And it's a tremendous learning tool in, in, in addition to being a fantastic one-click solution to making your computer run much faster and much more stable. And keep in mind, when we talk about making a computer run faster, it's not like Friday night having the hot cars to impress the girls when we were teenagers. The miracle of solid-state circuitry, the faster we make your computer run, the better it runs, the more stable it is, and the longer it will last. Almost the opposite of mechanics. So this is, uh, this is all about just being smart and working the way you should with a computer. But Pervasor, P-R-I-V-A-Z-E-R.com. It's a tremendous package. I recommend anybody with Windows install it, learn how to use it, and use it wisely. And I hope that helps. All right, Tech Talk, each and every Saturday. Sports schedules permitting at 2 o'clock. We're in a little early. Shaletta's off. She'll be back the middle of the month here on News Talk, 830-WCCO. Twins and Orioles coming up later on on the program. Um, look, let's get into RAM a little bit more. It came up earlier and about having a lot on the desktop, bogging the computer down. If you have a machine, should you max out that RAM so you – buy a machine that that's capable of having more than when you bought it off the shelf is it important to always max that out it really isn't it really depends on your computer and what you have for memory to begin with and more than that what you're using it for now if you got a gamer machine and you are just pumping up all kinds of video and and you're increasing the size of your buffer so you can take reduce the lag time then absolutely Pack that baby right up with random access memory. But most users, today, I don't think you can even get a computer that comes with less than 4 gigabytes of RAM. That really should suffice for most home users. I normally like to see 8 gigs or 16, but you know, today, some of these new computers will take 128 gigabytes of RAM. That's insane. It's just it's absolutely insane. There's, there's overkill in everything. Like video cards. You can get a great video card for 300 or you can spend five grand. It's just there's no end to, to what you can do for the ads. 
big thing is, is, is having it orchestrated, having it configured in such a way to where the memory you're using is being utilized properly. Sometimes people with too much RAM, they don't even see these effects until way, way beyond where it should go. And then when they start to try and fix it, it really gets discombobulated. So, yeah, big thing is more important is maintenance and keeping your system clean. But memory, important function to your computer. Absolutely. Shoot for 8 to 16, you'll be dynamite. Yeah. And, uh, by the way, uh, new machines, um, what what are you looking for in a new machine? And this is a follow-up to to RAM, hard drive. I, I know the operating systems have minimum requirements, and obviously the manufacturers are going to meet this. But, Doug, in the minute we've got left, what do you recommend? What should people be looking for if they're going out to buy a new machine? You know, I got on Amazon about two years ago, and I started buying these small little 6-inch by 6-inch by 2-inch machines um, from a, a company called uh, uh, B-Logic. Man, are those dynamite computers. Run and run and run. And they're, like, not expensive. They come with a different BIOS as well. I mean, there's a lot more you can do with the firmware with these than you can with a lot of others. But, yeah, just, you, it's hard to miss today with a computer. Laptops, it's more about individuality and what you're going to be carrying and what you're using it for. But for desktops, if you've already got a monitor and a keyboard and a mouse, and even if you don't, you know, that stuff's even inexpensive today. You should be able to get set up for eight, 900 bucks and own the world. And you can get by for as little as a couple hundred dollars these days. So, yeah, it's uh, your choices are endless. Big thing is getting it matched to what you're going to use it for. But in most cases, a lot of people will do just fine with a Chromebook. Chromebooks are yep. gaining in, in popularity each and every day. And for I hope under, that helps, Steve. For under 300 bucks. All right, Doug, we got to run. Um, phone number, email, how do people reach you during the week? Ah, thank you. 651-552-9543. And, of course, admin at WCCOTech.com, A-D-M-I-N at WCCOTECH.com. Again, 651-552-9543. Thank you, Steve, and have a good weekend. All right, Doug, a great show today as always. We'll talk to you down the road. Once again, Tech Talk, Doug Swinton-Hart. Coming up, we'll have all the news and weather at noon. Then the vet, Dr. Gene Gazki, will join us for It Can Be Tough on Our Pets. We'll get into that in a moment. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.